Adamith Mayanis III here. I just got back from Geekwood.ca's online store. Their friendly shopkeeper showed me their epic dice sets, gorgeous dice vaults, and other original handcrafted one-of-a-kind D&D accessories. I bought one of their charisma-boosting D&D pins, and I love it so much, I had a word with Geekwood's Master of Coin. By using the promo code TITTIES, with two Ds, you can add a free D&D pin to your next order. If you live in Canada, shipping is free on all items. That's geekwood.ca for all your luxury D&D needs. All right, we're going live in three, two, one. Bitches and gentlefolk, welcome to Tabletop Titties, a queer and feminist live Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast run entirely by people of marginalized genders. My name is Charlene Bear and I'll be your dungeon master this evening. My pronouns are she, her, and you can call me Char. Our story begins centered in the realm of Wildwell, focusing on the nation of Fearfort, where the annual Wildwell trials are scheduled to take place this year. In this world, we've got magic, we've got adventure, we've got a bit of sci-fi and a whole lot of heart. Now, the Wildwell trials is a prestigious traveling tournament for the skillful, brave, and potentially stupid adventurers that are trying to prove their merit, with the winner and their family being set for life in whichever nation they choose. All all of our players have been working hard to ensure everything is in its perfect place for their application since the Wildwell Trials have made their way to Fear Fort. And I'm already doing my first role as a DM to see which Ooh. character we will meet first. Alrighty, that is our lovely Steve. Excellent. <laughs> Steve, you're in Mart in Steve, your shop, getting ready with your morning routine before work. Introduce yourself and this, the scene. Hi, my name is Emily Matchett. I am playing Steve, who is doing her morning routine, which starts off with some hot yoga and then a bath. Then I have some bulletproof coffee, a glass of wine, do my gratitude journal, and then, you know, I go to work. Lots of clothes to be designed today. And today, Steve, as you are getting ready to pour your morning glass of wine, you see a note taped onto the bottle. I read it. <laughs> it says, good luck today, Mart. So heartfelt. <laughs> um, and as you start getting to work, doing your se typical seamstress tailoring duties, um, as somebody comes in the door, a very disheveled woman uh, who still looks very elegant, even though she's got hectic hair, and she says, oh, please help me. I've got a tear in my robes. Okay. She hands you her, <laughs> she hands you this like red velvet robe with a <laughs> massive tear in the side. Excellent. This won't take too long, darling. Um, it's going to be, ooh, um, hmm, ten gold. <laughs> ten gold? I've come here for years. Can't you give me a break? Yes, but this fabric's very difficult, darling. Oh, Steve, you do push me to the bone, but fine, fine. And she goes into her uh, little satchel and she takes out a leather pouch and hands you ten gold. Excellent. I fixed that cloak. Robe? Cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, give me a oh, no. dexterity roll. 
Oh, shit. 22. <laughs> <laughs> Start That's off good. <laughs> it's very easy for you to work your way through this fabric. Um, the, the seam is barely visible, and you pass it to, off to her, and she's ecstatic um, leaving the shop and looking over her shoulder, she says, I'll be sure to tell everyone where I've gotten my fabulous repairs. Excellent. Thank you, darling. And I blow her a kiss. Oh, she grabs the kiss and tucks it away in her newly fixed robes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you look at the clock and you see that it's time for you to start making your way to the application stand, which is luckily in Pinewick. So you don't have too far oh, to travel. Excellent. excellent. Are you leaving? Do you have anything you'd like to grab? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll grab like my my regular like bag and stuff. Yeah, and as you you know, you've been preparing for this. So there's the the essay that you had to write. There's the ten gold pieces that you need, and you need an overnight bag because if you are successful into making it the next round, you um, won't be able to come back here. We needed to write an essay. <laughs> You're not in the scene, Mila. Um, I also, I'm definitely using the ten gold I just made for this application. (laughs) Do you have any last minute things you want to do in the shop before you leave it for um, the next little while? Anything you want to leave for Mart? No, I'm not leaving anything for Mart. Um, but I would like to chug another glass of wine before I go. <laughs> All right. You're able to do so. Is it red or white that Steve likes? Red. <laughs> Fabulous. Nice. You got a little, a little tinge of red on your uh, teeth as you leave for the day. <laughs> also, uh, you should describe what Steve looks like for our listeners who aren't on uh, Twitch right now. Oh, yes. So Steve is, I think she's 3-1. She's 3-1. She has a bright blue hair. She wears purple and pink makeup. Um, She has a rapier. Um, She's a gnome. I should have said led with that, but here we are. Um, She's a gnome rogue. She is uh, 69 years old because I'm a child and I decided her age. Yes. One of my favorites. That's about right. Right? Right. I was like, I was looking at how, how like, when gnomes mature, and I was like, okay, somewhere in like the sixty to seventy age. Yep, sixty nine years old. Um, yeah, excellent, that is Steve. All right, and you make your way uh, down the steps of your shop, which is like in the trees of Pinewick. Pinewick cool. is very busy of a of a city. Everyone's bustling around, and it's what's really cool about Pinewick is that it, because it's such it's the forest. Uh, county. I almost said district again. Hard wink for this post-apocalyptic <laughs> world. Uh, <laughs> but um, Martin Steve's shop is on the elevated level, so you make your way down um, some rope bridges and off to the forest floor to make your way to the big tree where you know that the application process is taking place. When you arrive, you have no trouble getting there. You arrive and there's a line of people in front of you leading up to a tiny little wooden door in this hollowed out tree. But we are going to pause there and take a trip with another PC. Excellent. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Did that roll? It did not. Oh, yeah. I heard it. It did? <laughs> oh, there we go. A four again. <laughs> God damn it. 
Again. <laughs> Wilmer, Wilmer, you're next. <laughs> Heck yeah, bud. <laughs> uh, go ahead and introduce your character, Sarah. Oh, I am Sarah. I'm a she, her, and my character is Wilmer Adamith Myandus Third. Um, he is a nice little uh, rich boy. He stands at a nice lanky six foot tall with a sleek... Uh, like, like copper mullet. He's got like blue <laughs> eyes, just like genuinely what you think about when you think of like an awkward teenager. Uh, yeah, because he's like sixteen, mid puberty, can't grow facial hair. But you know he's trying, <laughs> which is always a good sign. How much acne does he have? Um, actually, like a surprisingly minimal amount. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Because he's like well off. He his parents actually were like, oh, we're gonna invest in like a dermatologist to like, look at your skin, <laughs> teach a proper skincare routine. Oh my goodness, uh, that's good. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. So you are in the middle of writing your sister Siafora this letter, yes, and yes. Um, yeah, what are you? What's your next oh. step after finishing that off? Cool. Well, I'm. Uh, so I'm going to get up from my luscious mahogany desk and I'm going to go and I'm going to grab all the sheets off my bed and I'm going to do that thing where you like tie it to the leg of the bed and then like tie all the sheets together so it goes out the window. Um, <laughs> You're lucky that these are high thread count sheets. They're oh, very yeah, yeah. They're, they're <laughs> sturdy. They're not, they're not going to rip. <laughs> And like realistically, I'm probably gonna need like a few more sheets, so I like go into the like secret, like the dresser where there's like all the backup sheets, and I tie them together too. Um, and I grab my like little my little backpack, and I like climb down. Give me there. a perception check. All right, all right, all right. Perception. Perception. <laughs> like halfway down the list. All right, thirteen. Yeah. So you don't uh, notice anything odd as you start climbing your way down the stone brick, or not brick, like stone paved yeah. uh, like castle, like wall, um, making your way down. The sheets themselves are sturdy enough, thank God you come from a yeah. well-off family. <laughs> Make your way safely to the bottom, and there's a large lawn in front of you with a second uh, outer perimeter wall for you to get over. What is your plan on dealing with this wall? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I should say it's like 10 a.m., so there's like, it's not shadowy. There's not where, not much oh, yeah. place to hide. There's nowhere like to mid-day. hide. <laughs> a little oh. like topiary every now and then, though, so maybe there are some bushes to dodge your way in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Wilmer's going to take, uh, he's going to rip some of the branches off the topiary Shit. and stick them into like random wait, places in his wait, shirt. Wait. Make a strength check. <laughs> strength check? Wilbur, you described him as no. like this measly weakling. I know. <laughs> He's not strong. Wait, how do I... How do I... It's not... We should mention that we are oh, using roll 20 so that we all see each other's rolls even though we are recording very far away from Separate, each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the COVID. Um, yeah. Anyhow, I rolled an eight. <laughs> Oh, no. These so, 
very thin, <laughs> spindly twigs that you are trying to break are very tough. You assume that this must be a magical yeah. topiary for the amount of <laughs> strength boy. that you're putting into this. This is yeah. your pride and joy. Your, your biceps are bulging, and yet this twig will not remove. Uh, <laughs> Can I just try to rip off a couple leaves? <laughs> I was going to give it to you, but okay, you rip off some leaves. What is your plan with the leaves? Thank you. Um, I'm going to. Uh, so you know how when you, like, if you breathe on a spoon, you can kind of stick it to your face? Yes. Yes. Um, so what he's going to do is he's going to, like, breathe on the leaves and, like, try to stick them to his clothes so that he okay. kind of <laughs> looks like a tree. Um, and <laughs> he's going to try to, uh, I think he's going to try to sneak over the wall. Okay, you're going to sneak over the wall. Trees can climb. Yeah. With about five leaves stuck to your robes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And cool, give cool. me a perception check one last time before you make try to make your way over this wall. Ooh, a that's ten. a ten. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, yeah, there are no... Nobody is around here. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a ninja. No one is here. I am a ninja. I am basically a tree. (laughs) And I'm climbing up this wall. The leaves themselves, you're lucky. They are sticking to you. So you're completely shrouded. This shrub just climbing (laughs) up this wall. (laughs) You make your way to the top. and It's about a 10-foot wall. So you... Uh, are able to make your way to the top, and I will need a dex save. Oh, no. <laughs> What's going on? 16. 16. Amazing. So as your hand slips from the top of the wall, you fall like a cat landing on all four <laughs> on the other side. Um, yeah. Not a scrape on you as the leaves, like, fall to the ground. Yay. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, like brush them off and like just kind of like walk as though nothing happened can i ask a question about wilmer go ahead is wilmer the type of uh person to yell parkour while doing parkour oh (laughs) definitely okay thank you that's all i needed to know (laughs) he just wants other people to think he's cool (laughs) so he's just there he's like oh parkour Except that time he was trying to be stealthy, so that's why he didn't do it this time. Okay, of course. Of course. <laughs> he thought it though. He yeah, was yeah. It was it was in the, the it was in his brain. Time. Uh, what's your passive perception, Wilmer? Do you know? Um, it's a whopping ten. Ten. All right, that's just enough for you to hear the bell start to toll from inside this wall that you just made your way out of, um, signaling that uh, an alert of some sort is taking place. Cool, 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 cool. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna speed walk away. Speed and I'm gonna walk go away. Yes. and find the sign up center. Okay, excellent. Now you have a bit further to travel being in another county. Um, so you're making your way down, and as you do, there's it's a really bustling city. It's really busy. There are tons of shops here, um, a lot of like antique areas. Uh, everything here is very elevated, especially compared to the other county rings. And you're making your way through the sea of people and you feel somebody um, hit your shoulder as you pass by, making your way down Pinewick uh, or towards Pinewick. Sorry. Cool. Cool. Um, I feel like someone hits me and I'm like, ow. <laughs> <I> keep walking. <laughs> As 
as you make your way towards Pinewick, you're double checking your, uh, you have everything needed for your application, your essay, Mm -hmm. Mila. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to get like a shot of like Mila, like, yeah, yeah, wait, I totally have an essay, just like sitting on the ground, like writing on a piece of napkin. Yes. That was Amanda talking. That was not Mila. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Um, and so as you are double checking everything, Wilmer, give me an investigate. All right. This is great. So many rolls. Six. Wow. You have everything you need. You are set to go. And we're going to oh, yeah. pass off to um, our next PC. And that is a Mila Thornfire with a roll of one. I'm just rolling a D4 to see who I put next. I keep forgetting that you guys can't see it. You listen. I feel like is it it because there's four of us that you're rolling a D4? Whoa! What? Holy (laughs) cow! Oh my goodness! (laughs) Mind completely blown. All right, Mila, you are in. an alleyway doing what you usually do uh, when you're not performing, of course. It's Uh a very dusty floor here, tall buildings, um, apartments, people, not as busy as Bellspire, but um, still an average amount of people here. And it's, although it is in the morning, it is still sort of shadowy where you are currently. What are you up to? And of course, introduce your character. Sorry, I'm skipping your intro. <laughs> um, hi. Wait, I didn't do the voice. I need, I need to like. <clears throat> hi. Um, oh, Mila Thornfire. You get a whole uh, season of this. <laughs> I'm gonna talk in my natural. Yeah, really. Voice now. <laughs> hi, everyone. My name is Amanda. My pronouns are she/her, and I am playing Mila. Thornfire. She is a toddler-sized lightfoot halfling with rosy cheeks and messy purple hair. Since we're in episode one, I'm just gonna say where she lives. It's Deadbrook, uh, with her mom, her dad, her grandfather, grandfather, and her siblings. And she is a bard, halfling, halfling bard. I already said that she was a halfling. <laughs> that's that's Mila. <laughs> Fabulous. And what is Mila up to currently? Um, the morning of the Wildwell trial. She is looking for money. Um, is there people are there any people by me? Yes. So you have a few different options. There's a couple sitting on the floor sharing a loaf of bread. One of the uh, both human, one in a purple vest and some white puffy pants. The other in a nice blue dress um, sharing this little loaf of bread. There's further down uh, the street where you are, there's an older gentleman, an elf, who's wearing black robes, um, walking pretty briskly off to some meeting or uh, some sort. And there is a gnome woman skittering along in front of you, a little busybody with big brown curly hair. I'm going to go towards the gnome woman. The gnome woman. Are you, uh, how are you approaching? Um, I'm going to just speed walk towards her and swipe something out of her. Is she, is she holding a bag? 
Uh, she is. She's holding a little knapsack on her back. It's a, a leather knapsack. It does look like there's some, um, it's got some weight to it. So there's definitely things inside there. Okay, I'm going to swipe something from her bag. Excellent. A- Give me a sleight of hand. This a thieving bird. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> How do I press there? Did it go? It did. 19. Excellent. So this is no difficult task for Mila. Mila's used to her slippery fingers making their way into people's pockets without them knowing. And this busybody woman, uh, gnome woman, has no is none the wiser as your hand ducks into is able to undo the uh, rope tie on this knapsack and reach inside. You feel something soft, something hard, and something squishy. Ooh. Ew. Um, <laughs> you have to pick, yeah. I'm going to go with something hard. All right. You reach in, feel that something hard. You pull it out and you realize that you've got an, a little pocketbook. Uh, do you want to further examine it here or are you skittering I'm gonna, along? I'm going to further examine it. Okay, excellent. Stealthily. <laughs> You open up the pocketbook and you see a a few coins tucked in as well as a little photo of two gnome children. They look like twins. They sort of remind you of um, Mango and Margo, your siblings, looking very happily at this camera. And um, there's a little note tucked away that's like a grocery list inside as well. I grab the money and I put the pocketbook back. All right, you need another sleight of hand. You take the money, okay. Uh, You just earned yourself five gold pieces. Yay! He's like, no. Oh, no. (gasps) Your sleight of hand roll (laughs) to put the pocketbook back in the leather backpack was an eight. Uh, as you are sliding it in, you're trying to fix the rope so that it's closed back up. <laughs> you jostle the bag, and she turns around and says, Oh, hello there. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. I tripped, and I bumped into you. I, I, I really didn't mean it. Oh, that's no problem at all. And roll deception. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's no problem at all. And she grabs your wrist and starts dragging you down the alleyway. I don't like it when people steal from me. I have a very busy day, young lady. Uh, I'm, I'm actually very sorry. And I give her back the money. And I go, I, I, I really, I, I really didn't mean to. I'm, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just trying to feed my family. Oh, oh no. Aren't you a thorn fire? Yes, ma'am. Hmm. Thank you for returning my belongings. You're lucky I won't go to your grandfather this time. I'm sorry. Run along, little Miss Thornfire. Hey, and I and I I just skedaddle away. Okay, and she um hurries along her business, but she looks over her shoulder every now and then to make sure you are not following her. <laughs> and give me a perception check. Yes, ma'am. Perception nineteen. 19. 
Fabulous. All right. So you're making your way back the way you came from. You turn a corner. And as you turn that corner, you see two little shadowy figures duck behind one of the carts nearby. I go and I inspect. All right. You make your way towards the carts and you hear, shh, she'll see us. Mango, shush up. And you see Mango and Margo, who've been following you this entire time. Hi, guys. Oh, my heart. Hi, Mila. Um, I was wondering where you were going. Um, I needed to perform today. So I um, left home early so I could go and practice. Oh, see, I told you she was practicing. And you see, like, Margot, like, tap Mango on the side. <laughs> uh, and then Margot turns to you and she says, but um, can I come with you, actually? I want to practice, too. And she takes out her little tambourine and, like, gives it a little shake. Oh, you've been practicing. That's so cute. Um... No, I'm pra- I'm I'm performing at the uh at the inn today, and they don't allow babies there. So I'm not a baby. <laughs> Burn. But you are. So I'm gonna take you home, and Grandpa is gonna take care of you, and I'm just gonna go practice. Okay. 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 And you see Mango's like lip quiver <laughs> as he really wanted an adventure. And uh, oh. they wa- they follow you and like hold on to your hands. You're pretty small, but they're even smaller than you as you <laughs> make tiny. your way back home. <laughs> <laughs> um, you drop them off safely, tucked away. Grandfather thanks you for uh, bringing them back. He had no idea where they got off to as usual. And um, do you want to go practice? Air quotes. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Still need money to enter the the, the trials. All right, uh, Vila makes her way down. Oh, actually, where do you want to go? Are you trying to go to um, somewhere where there aren't that many people? Somewhere where it's really busy? Into a shop? I'm gonna go into an that's inn. Really busy. Somewhere really in, busy. In. Into an inn? Okay, great. Busy inn. Or just the inn. (laughs) All right. You make your way to Pumpkin Pals, a nearby inn. And um, it's morning, so there are lots of folks inside eating their breakfast. It's a two-story inn with big wooden uh, beams in the center. The smell of eggs and crackling bacon fills the air. And, um, yeah, there's a, a wide berth of people for you to attempt to uh, get some money from. Is there a stage? Uh, yeah. Behind the bar, there's a raised stage. Um, the, like, little candle lights at the foot of the stage are not currently lit, but that wouldn't be a problem for the barkeep to help you out with. Perfect. I go to the barkeep and I go, huh? Um, excuse me. I would like to perform today if that's okay. And, and I show him Basil. Oh, yes. <laughs> Tell the world Wait, what Basil is. Yeah. Basil is my bagpipe. I have a green bagpipe. Fabulous. With hearts on it. 
he's in the process of saying yes to you and then he looks down at your raised basil and he hesitates for a moment but then he says oh yeah sure kid hop on up there and he um (laughs) uses a, a flint and stone to light the candles at your feet and I grab um, I grab a bowl of food and I put it on stage and I go, Hey everyone, um, my name is Mila and I'm here to play you a song that I wrote yesterday. And I just go, are you, Just when I want to hear at breakfast. Are you performing or are you doing a spell? I'm performing. Okay, great. Can we a performance check? <laughs> All right, um, and I'm going to give you advantage. You can just roll one more time. Uh, that was an 11, and now it's 15. 15. Yay. Surprisingly, uh, people seem content with your bagpipe Surprisingly? playing. Surprisingly? Yeah, they are a fan of the bagpipes, <laughs> luckily, in Pumpkin Pals Inn. <laughs> and uh, you play a glorious folksy tune, and um, as people get up to leave when they're done eating, they um, head over to the stage. Have you left uh, anything to collect tips in or anything? Yeah, I left a little bowl. Okay. On, on the stage. Oh, the food yeah. bowl. Right, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they'll uh, toss in some coins there at, on their way out. And the barkeep seems like a little, he's got a little pep in his step now, this orc man uh, <laughs> from Basil's Basil lovely tune. You. Yeah. And um, after you've completed your fantastic song, you look down and you find um, 11 gold pieces and 50 silver. Or sorry, five silver. Five silver. Oh, five 50 silver. 50 silver. <laughs> I was like, 50 silver? <laughs> Heck yeah. I love thanks, everyone. And uh, the, the crowd uh, like applauds for you. I bow. <laughs> I curtsy. <laughs> Uh, there's like murmurs. Oh, that Mila Thornfire. Oh, she's lovely. <laughs> just hair toss. And I go and I go sign up. Excellent. So you have quite a flower, flower, far way to go. Um, <laughs> you have to travel through Swamp Point to even get to Pinewick. And as you do, you come across a orc woman carrying two massive wolves on either shoulder. And like the animal? Massive wolves, yeah. Rawr. You heard right. <laughs> you fucking heard right. Okay. <laughs> and we will transition away to Borba Skull Cleaver. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. My name is Rachel Thielade. My pronouns are she, her, and I will be playing Borba Skull Cleaver, the orc barbarian. Borba is six foot two and super jacked, obviously, because she's carrying two giant ass wolves on one, like on each arm, just like literally just like, like carrying them like she's flexing the entire time. Uh, She is uh, wearing some like leather, like mercenary gear. And she has a, she's battle-worn, she's intimidating looking, she has like a resting bitch face all the time, she has like a little scar over her eye, Damn. she has uh, her, the usual like orcish underbite, uh, she has golden eyes, 
Uh, and she is just looking like she's on a mission here. So she is walking to uh, to to go and sell these uh, skins that are not skinned. Like going to like, <laughs> she's looking to go like get these things cut up. She just literally just murdered them for uh, a job uh, because she's a murder. She she's like a mercenary. So she went and, like, forgot that shit done. Yeah. yeah, they were wolves terrorizing farmers out where she lives. Yeah, so of course. She's got to go get that stuff done. And you're so she, yeah. making your way towards the beautiful pig, which is uh, the local butcher shop run by Clyde Harper. And as you're making your way there, of course, everybody can see you. You're, you're not... Um, Someone that hides in the shadows, really, Borba. No, everybody knows who I am. I've done jobs around all of the different uh, sections of this this land. People that pass and... by are like, hey, Borba, how are you doing? And, oh, good catch today, I see. It was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a waste of my time is what it was. I'm going to charge extra for this one. I'm going to get up early. <laughs> And just as you make your way, you're about 20 feet away from the entrance to the beautiful pig when you see a disheveled elven woman screaming out, please stop that man. And an elven man dressed in nothing but rags and a leather vest rushes past you. I thought you were going to stop it dressed in nothing. <laughs> I, I, he, rushes, he, he rushes past me? He rushes past you, yeah. I drop one wolf and I try to grab him. <laughs> nice. Um, let's say strength. Sure. Yeah. Got it. Six. I'm plus. I'm a plus three for strength too. So this is really awkward. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I like. All right. Ugh. <laughs> Just go for it. Yeah. And then so you. It is what it is. Grab onto his leather uh, breastplate, and it just slips through your grasp. It's slippery leather, man. Maybe it was raining Ugh. earlier or something. And he continues to book it away from you. All right. Um. How close am I to the butcher? Uh, like, am I outside? Feet. Like- yeah, you're almost at the door, yeah. All right, well, I'm gonna, can I run in and, like, I'll pick up the other wolf, run in and drop them, be like, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> these, cut these up for me and tell me how much you can give me. And then, like, run out, like, after him. <laughs> nice, love that. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so Clyde, like, you drop the wolves at Clyde's, like, little counter and he's like, whoa! Uh, but uh, you're on your way, and he, you've yeah. talked with Clyde before, so there's... I, I know Clyde. I know him. Yeah, <laughs> this is so he, he knows how I work. <laughs> somehow not a strange occurrence for both no. to be doing. <laughs> All right, and you um, get outside again. Look in the direction that he traveled in, and give me a perception just... check okay, or investigate if uh, whichever is higher. Oh nope, it's perception. All right. <laughs> 17 17 excellent that wasn't terrible (laughs) down the the pathway uh, about 30 or 40 feet in front of you you see a man picking up cabbages from his like wooden cart that's been knocked over and he's like my cabbages (laughs) (laughs) 
That's rough, buddy. <laughs> I think that was oh that was that was a really good call. But that was so good. <laughs> that was very good. Um, I rush over to him and look. Where did he go? He Where went, did he go? Tell me. He went that way, and he points um straight down the um, right. alleyway to the right. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> Excellent. Are Are you running full speed? Yeah. Fabulous. All right. I gotta, so I gotta get back to get my money from 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 the butcher. So this is like. <laughs> I'm in a rush, man. <laughs> you turn the corner and you see a like shaking elven man who's like reaching in this purse and like trying to go through it as fast as possible. I like ch- tackle him to the ground. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> <Holy> <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> um, strength again. Fingers crossed Let's for Borba. Hope that this is better because I'm plus three, so that was just really bad luck. He wasn't even looking in your direction, 12. so I'll say twelve. Oh, you don't need it. I was gonna give you advantage. Well, roll to see yeah. if you crit. Oh, like a pr- advantage? Okay. Yeah. He is not even looking at you. No. All right, twelve. No. Well, twelve's <laughs> so enough. We're gonna go with to 12. tackle <laughs> to the ground. Um, and he's like, "Whoa, get off of me!" Actually, this that- doesn't belong to you, punk. <laughs> oh, his eyes go wide as he stares at you and he realizes who he's staring at. And he says, Borba, I'm sorry. I've heard tell of you. Are you sorry? Are you really sorry? I don't think so. And I grab the purse and walk away. <laughs> I'm sorry. As you walk away. <laughs> uh, you make your way back. The elven woman can see you approaching and she like waves you down i i give her the purse i'm like kids these days and i just give it to her (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't say anything she she takes it from you and she like bows her head and tears well up in her eyes and um you could tell that she feels she seems really thankful as she like walks away into the street I'm not even waiting to see that. I just walk away. <laughs> I described the dramatic moment. You're like, bitch, I yeah. don't care. I'm like, I don't care. I gotta go get my money. Get my Wait, money. how old is Borba? She's um, she's like 25. Okay, so she's like kids these I days, and she is a kid these she, days. I mean, she's adulthood. So that's adulthood for orcs. So she's not a kid, but she's not a young orc. Like she's not like super elderly or like teenage mm-hmm. anymore. But so. she's been through some stuff, so she doesn't <laughs> yeah. feel like a kid. Also, yeah, yeah, dramatic. She's been, she's been through some shit. <laughs> Listen to our episode zero to find out more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Clyde has, I assume you go back in. Oh, yeah. You said you don't even yeah. look. You go back into the. I'm like. The beautiful. Sorry pig. about. Sorry about that. I had to deal with some stuff. Uh, so what's what do I what do what do you owe me here? This was a this was a big uh, time waster for me. So I'm hoping you can do me a favor here. <laughs> These wolves, they're like dire wolf size almost. Yeah. And um, yeah. really, really nice fur coats on here. So he's already busy like chopping away at one of them. I'll gloss over that part for all you animal lovers like me out there. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's already, he reaches into the cash register, like wipes off his hand and gives you 12 gold pieces. And says, "Oh, uh, six for each. These are these are very good hauls, Borba. It's really good, and you're only giving me six each. Or, or, or... Well, that's one gold piece extra per wolf. I mean, you know what happened last time you tried to stiff me, right? And I, 
uh, you see a little rustle in the back, in the backpack that I have on my back, <laughs> and a little, a little furry head just peers over from from my from my shoulder, and there is a gray tabby cat uh, named Floof for everybody here, who just kind of gets out and over onto my shoulder. Uh, you know, uh, Floof really likes uh, going onto your shelves and knocking shit down, right? All of your expensive <laughs> shit. Do you really um, want? Do you really want to do this again, Clyde? Um, do you really want this? Uh, 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 no. Um, I don't think so. Um, I just it's it's been a slow week in in Swamp Point, you know. Um, and then roll yeah, it. It's been a, it's give sorry, me an what? intimidate. Yeah. yeah, let's see how this goes. <laughs> it's eleven. 11, that's just enough. You know, Floof's eyes Yay. are, like, staring up at the shelves. Um, <laughs> Floof jumps up to the shelf and is, like, all, like, like staring him down and has his paw up and is like, I'll fucking do it. I'll do it again. <laughs> all right. And, like, Clive totally do that. reaches into his uh, cash register and pulls out another four gold pieces. So you've gotten amazing. Um, twelve plus four, so sixteen pieces, eight each. It's really cool. all I can afford, Borba. Please, I like to keep I, our relationship I, professional. I I appreciate I appreciate this. Thank you for cooperating. Floof uh, <laughs> Floof, get down from there, please. It's a it's good. He's cool. He's cool. And then he comes, he comes down and back into the bag. And then he kind of like as he's getting back into the bag, he's like slowly like going down underneath the shoulder. I'm watching you like. May I ask what Floof's alignment is? Because it seems oh, very chaotic. Very <laughs> extremely chaotic, borderline chaotic evil, but not quite neutral. I mean, isn't that all cats? <laughs> Sorry, what? this is true. All cats yeah. are chaotic evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I say thank you very much. I thank you so much for cooperating. I'll see you next time. Hopefully it's not as much of a time waster. We can just do the normal business as usual, right? Uh, and then I just leave. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> and he continues um, preparing the meat that you dropped off. Uh, yeah. Do you have any last minute stops before you make your way? To no, I I packed everything I needed when I left the, the the inn. I think okay, so we're good. Excellent. So you make your way, and all applicants must go to Pinewick to process the application forms and fees. You all follow the elegant signage and make your way to the large hollowed out tree trunk with dwarf sized hole openings in front. A long line of eager applicants are before you, buzzing with excitement. And you are all basically one after the other in line. Awesome. Are we all together? You are all together, yes. I'm mm. quiet. <laughs> I'm 100% not saying anything. I'm also not saying anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm also like, not I'm saying, saying anything. Straight, I'm looking straight ahead. <laughs> I'm like standing there like, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk I to tap. me. This makes her really shitty storytelling. Who's in front of me? It would be Steve. Ugh. I tap Steve on the shoulder and go, hi. <laughs> Can I help you? I'm Mila. What's your name? Steve. Nice to meet you. Are you here for the trials? Yes. Nice. Um, 
Uh, me too. <laughs> All right then, darling. And I turn back around. <laughs> the process, they have about four tills open. So this line oh is moving pretty steadily. And each time the group of four um, at the till make their way through, a large magical opening in the side of this hollowed out tree opens up for the uh, applicants to make their way through. And as you are getting closer and closer to the front, you notice um, the woman in front of your station is an old human woman. She's got a cigarette sticking out of her mouth, squished into a chair that's like much too small for her because this is like dwarf size and she's like a regular ass human. And she says, <laughs> next. And her silver nameplate says Marge Application Services on fr- in, um, in little gold lettering in front of it. And uh, the person that's in front of this line is Wilmer. I'm going to go up and I'm going to be like, hi, uh, I would like to apply. <laughs> Speak <laughs> up. Voice is more like, hi, I would like to apply for the, 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 the tournament. She takes out a form and she's like not even <laughs> looking at you. Name. Uh, uh, Wilmer Adamith Myandis the third. Her eyes like flash and she like looks up at you. And she looks back down like she doesn't even That's care. Uh, <laughs> cool. cool. Are you physically fit to participate in the trial? Yeah, I'm, I'm really fit. I'm, I'm super. I just scaled a wall. Really... <laughs> she looks up at you again. And her eyes dart back down as she like checks some boxes. What skill do you believe will help you win the trial? Um, I, uh. I, I ate an apple and then I got I got I can I can do cool stuff. I, I <laughs> Well that answers my next question. What does your diet consist of? <laughs> <laughs> Apples got it. Uh, yep, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, I love Marge. <laughs> Have you killed anyone before? Is that a prerequisite? <laughs> How many people have you killed? I killed anyone. Why? Uh, um. Well, I guess it all goes back to my mother, and um, she leaves me with an idea that killing is bad. She puts a hand um, forward so and she I says, "Essay." Uh, yeah. Um. Um. I'm gonna like go through my bag. I'm gonna take out my essay. I'm gonna be like, I spent lots of time on this. So uh, she snatches please, it from your hand and like puts it in uh, her pile. Ten gold pieces. Yeah, ten gold pieces. And you reach into your pocket, Wilmer, and you have no ten gold no. pieces to be found. Oh no! Oh, well, I seem <laughs> to have misplaced some money. But I mean, uh, uh, I uh. <clears throat> Ten gold pieces. I'm gonna like lean in. I'm gonna like lean in really close and be like, like, like you know who I am, right? Can I, can I just come in? <laughs> can I just, can I just, can I just come in, please? Every day you got a silver spoon up your butt, don't you? <laughs> I really don't. Um, you can check my rectum. Um, there's nothing up there. Um. <laughs> it's like his eyes are starting to well up because he's like never been like addressed by this before. And he's like, uh, um, 
Okay. And then he's going to like turn around and he's going to like shuffle back to the line and be like, does anyone have 10 gold pieces we can borrow? Please? No. Um, um, I promise I can do some stuff in exchange. Um, preferably, hi, hi, little person. Um, hi, I put my <laughs> hand up and I'm like, oh, I, I, I had some saved up for you. I would, I would, yeah, for me? <laughs> wow, that's, that's wonderful. Um, that's anyways, could you just give it to me, no, please? not for you, for my family, but, um, if it. I promise you will get repaid in kind. When I win this tournament, when you and when I survive this tournament, when, when you win this tournament, um, I'm gonna win cl- this tournament. Okay, sure. When you win this tournament, <laughs> can you please give me the coin? <laughs> okay. And I give him, I give him ten pieces, ten gold pieces. Okay, I'm gonna take the ten gold pieces and go back and be like, "See, I totally had them the entire time." And Marge goes, "Name." <laughs> I already, I already told you my name. Are you physically uh, fit to I, participate in the trial? <laughs> yes, I'm, yes, I'm physically fit. I, I just told you. I, I climbed a wall. She looks up at you. Oh, you again. Silver spoon. Ten gold pieces. I, 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 I put the ten gold pieces in, in her hand. Excellent. And then she taps a sign that says teams of four. And she says, wait over there. Oh, Okay. <laughs> And then I'm going to go over and I'm just going to stand there. Like, Great. Like, put my hands in my pocket and just be like, oh, just like standing there, like, looking around. <laughs> uh, Mila, you're next. Hi. Name. Mila Thornfire. Are you physically fit to participate in the trial? Um, I look down at myself and I'm like, yeah. What skill do you believe will help you win? Talent. <laughs> Oh boy, one of these. <laughs> a bard, I guess. How many brews do you suppose a Pinewick pub goes through in a day? Um, so much. <laughs> That's your final answer. Yeah. You find yourself lost in the woods. She just keeps going. How do you plan on escaping? With kindness. <laughs> well fuck me alright <laughs> and then she puts her hand forward and she says essay we were supposed to write an essay she like points to the rule book um, on the or not rule book rule poster on the on the sign next to her she says essay I can make a poem on the spot for you. <laughs> she deadpan stares at you. <laughs> it's, a, it's an auditory essay. It's how's this for an essay? And I just start William Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then she she puts a hand up um, as if to shut you up. But then she lowers it and says, 10 gold pieces. I give her 10 gold pieces. Wait over there, and she taps on the sign that says Teams of Four. Okay, bye! (laughs) Steve! Next! I I walk up. Name! Steve. Last name! (laughs) That's it. Steve, that's it. What skill do you believe will help you win? 
No, no, it's just Steve, darling. It's just Steve, that's it. No, 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 not that's it. Just Steve, period. Just Steve. Steve. Why do you want to compete? For the glory. For the glory. I, I could go for some glory. I used to be an adventurer like you once. Oh, no. Oh, yes? Tell me about well, it. And I read her name, Marge. Well, you know, I took an arrow to the knee one day and it was Damn just shitstorm from there. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't see that coming. <laughs> That's so unfortunate, darling. Yeah, now I work here in this small, hollowed out fucking piece of tree. Um, is there anything shiny on the table that I can steal? Um, her nameplate. <laughs> oh, I don't want to steal that. <laughs> Anything that looks like it belongs to the company, not her. <laughs> like, I guess the nameplate belongs to the company, but, like, I feel bad for this woman now. Um, it's pretty It's pretty cramped in there. Give me an investigate. If you roll high enough, maybe there is something shiny. <laughs> 13. Nah, there's no shiny shit there. <laughs> Pointless. Okay. Um, uh, essay. I hand over my essay. Ten gold pieces. I hand over ten gold pieces. How many brews do you suppose a Pinewick pub goes through in a day? Enough. She <laughs> marks it down. And then she just hits the sign. Teams of four. Go over there. I go over there. <laughs> Next. I, I walk up. Name. Borba Skullcleaver. Are you physically fit to participate in the trial? Obviously. She looks up at you and then she her eyes like kind of go wide, but then she like narrows her face again. What skill do you believe will help you win? Cutting people in half with my axe. <laughs> She's like nodding. <laughs> what does your diet consist of? I look at her deadpan like, really? <laughs> she looks up at you again. What does your diet consist of? Booze, meat, everything. It doesn't matter. I'm here for the I'm here for the tournament. Let's go. What do you do for work? I work at the pub in uh, in Swamp Point, and I'm a mercenary. Ticks, ticks another few boxes. Essay. I hand over a blood-stained piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> she files it away. Ten gold pieces. I put ten gold pieces down. She taps the sign and says, head over there with that group. Oh, okay. <laughs> I walk over. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You head over to the rest of the group, and as soon as Borba joins you all over there waiting in line, the magical opening of this big hollow tree starts to flitter away, and an opening forms for you to walk through. And inside is a very, like, clinical uh, cement floor, gray walls. It's very, like, office building-y with metal benches lining the room. And a door on the other side that says wait, and it's like bright red lights that say wait. It's your gal pal, Emily. Uh, I am here to thank you so, so very much for listening to episode one of Tabletop Titties. And uh, I got some ads for you right now. Have you heard of Nerdy Narwhal Co? Everyone is talking about them. Their hand-polished, manufactured dice and handmade nerdy earrings are a must. 
Darling, if you aren't rolling with a nerdy narwhal dice, what's the point? Plus, they're Canadian. Beautiful British Columbia cannot compete with the beauty of their glittery, colorful, lustrous dice. So stop on by their Etsy store and use my promo code TABLETOPTITTIES, all caps, no spaces, darling, and get yourself 15% off on me. That's Nerdy Narwhal Co. on Etsy. What are you waiting for? Go now. Where do I, Borba, go to unwind? The Storm Crow Ale House, a sports bar. But for geeks, everything from the decor to the design of the menus are filled with science fiction and horror fandoms. My usual at the Storm Crow Ale House is the Dungeon Burger and their random shots. Roll a d20 and let the whims of fate build your burger and choose your shooter. Plus, local beers on tap and signature cocktails like Romulan Ale, Butterbeer, and Cthulhu Tiki. Storm Crow Ale House, Canada's most apocalyptic bar, is open for dine-in, delivery, and takeout. I found a dragon egg on my adventure today! And when I opened it up, it was the perfect size for holding my die stones! It's from Fantasy by Numbers. They have custom magic wands and special dragon egg dice boxes from me size to gargantuan! My favorite dragon egg color is Twilight because it reminds me of campfires with Grandpa. Maybe I should get him one. Then I could use our promo code TITTIES with two Ds to get 10% off store-wide! All this at shop.fantasybynumbers.ca. Thank you! Hi, I'm Mike, the storyteller for Tales of Asperon. On this clear night, you find yourself at a makeshift camp within the White Leaf Wood. Beside you, an older gentleman sits on a log with a book, writing of its own accord. The light from the stellar rings surrounding the planet bring a pleasant glow to this person's scarred face. This story is about four young folks who cross paths in the simple town of Homestead, on the frontiers of Asperon. Together, these kids save a poisoned man on the street, believing him to be a hero of sorts. Little did they know, this kindness would unravel their lives into a heap of trouble. You see, Asperon is filled with danger. The Hearthlands will melt your body to its very bones and titanic beasts roam the jungles and forests. Though the frontier is the worst of all. It has no kings, queens, or country. Just people. People who will take whatever they want. The frontier, well, it's where heroes are forged. And I hope these kids have what it takes to make it through the fire. Hello, adventurers. If you enjoyed that preview of our 5th edition Real Play podcast, check out our website at www.toapodcast.com. You can also find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and most of the other free podcasting apps. All right, and just some other housekeeping stuff. If you would like to support the titties and help make the show the absolute best it could be, we are on Patreon. You can find us at www.patreon.com forward slash tabletop titties. There's lots of behind the scenes content, bonus episodes. Uh, we get shout outs live on our Twitch stream and on social media, titty swag to be had, and a bunch of other cool stuff and a bunch of different tiers and price points to choose from if you would like to extra support these titties. Uh, if you would like to show the world that you love Tabletop Titties, we have merch. Please feel free to check out tabletoptitties.threadless.com. Give us a follow on social media at Tabletop Titties and, 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 and if you tweet using hashtag TTTitties, we might name an NPC after you. Um, and don't forget to check out our website. All of this information can be found there. If you would like to learn more, www.tabletoptitties.com. And for all of those, titties is spelt with double Ds, if you know what I mean. Now, back to the action.
and you see uh, there are three different folks in here already sitting um, on these silver benches waiting to go through. Hi! I'm gonna go. <laughs> Mila Hi. marches forward <laughs> to introduce herself to the group, and you see um, a human noble woman. She's five five. She's got strawberry blonde hair that hits her shoulders. She's wearing um, light blue robes and a, a light breastplate. And you also see a tiefling noble woman. She's uh, wearing these robes that seem very holy. One might guess she was a paladin. Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> dark robes with a purple trim and her red hair curls underneath her chin. Adopt her immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and she seems gorgeous. Last but not least, have a gnome with sandy hair wearing a brown tunic and gray trousers. And there's a little um, orange fox at his feet. Uh... Floof gets out of the backpack and goes over to the fox and kind of like sniffs it a little. Sorry, can you repeat that? I have our sound Sorry. engineer trying to talk to me. <laughs> oh, no. That may or may not have been their NPC. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Floof gets out of my backpack and goes down to the fox and like sniffs it a little. Like friendly, not not malicious in any way. Just like, hey, what's, what's going on? Another animal? Like, hey. And what I was being corrected Friends. on was that this fox is not small. My apologies. It's a big fox. Um, and um. Timber Cottonwood, who's sitting next to this fox, looks up at you and says, Oh, hello. This is Pip Dinglepop. That's my fox. We're best friends. I'm sorry. What was its name? Pip Dinglepop. <laughs> Pip Dinglepop? Very Timber Dinglepop. <laughs> Okay. I missed the name of the Pip gnome. Dinglepup. Um, it was Fox. No, it was Timber. All right, Fox that's Dingle. a really, really interesting name. So this Wilmer's um, gonna walk over and be like, "Hi, do you want to be my friend?" <laughs> Just like make direct eye contact. Of course, I want to be friends with everybody. Cool. And I'm gonna like sit down beside him and just like sit there and just kind of be like, cool. <gasps> "Do you want to be my friend too?" He like looks at Mila and he's like, so many friends. Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm Mila. Hi, Mila. I'm Timber Cottonwood. This is Pip Dinglepup. Nice to meet you. Orban's so weird. He like reaches Orban's out a hand so and like heartily um, gives your, your hand a shake. I'm so excited to do the Wild World Trials. Me too. Yeah, it seems really cool. And then the tiefling noble sitting off to the side looks over and says, Ah, yes, uh, a new team has arrived. What's your name? Me? I'm I'm Lee Cancer. I might have been submitted by Morgan C., who donated to the Indiegogo and created <laughs> this NPC. Nice to meet you. Down. Nice to meet you, too. Be my friend? I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win the tournament. What oh, skills do you do. have, Lee? You seem interesting. Well, I am a paladin, so I am a healer. So really, if you need a friend, it might be good to be friends with me. But of course... This sounds very good. I am also a very intense warrior. Very, very promising. I'm going to keep that in mind. And if you need protecting, I will protect you. Um, I think you're on our team. <laughs> um, just putting that do out there not, in the universe. Do you, do you not know how this works? I mean, I totally eventually, know how this works. Eventually, we're all going to go up against each other. 
it's time to make alliances where it's important so they don't kill us. And then just and then <laughs> just a single tear. Just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's how it works. I have a question because I feel like we would actually know the rules and me, Emily, yeah. does not know the rules. So can we now maybe explain the rules? Don't worry. All will be revealed in time. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then I go I go to the other person and I go, Hi, I'm Mila. What's your name? <laughs> oh, well, hello there. Um, my name is Bren Darling. I may have been created by Allison M who donated to our Indiegogo and created this NPC. I love you, Allison. <laughs> She's holding Sorry. a pan flute uh, across her knee. She says, I've been waiting here for quite some time. I- I'm not sure when the doors are going to open. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not sure either. Uh, we just got here, so, um, but nice to meet you, Ren. Uh, I'm Mila. And then I shake her hand. She uh, goes to shake your hand as well. And right as that moment happens, the wait sign dims off and the doors open. I walk forward. I follow. Me too. I guess I'm walking too if our group is going. uh, (laughs) Timber Cottonwood gets up. uh, Oh, God, I I guess I'll come too. It it doesn't seem like there's any regulation in here. And he like (laughs) moseys for uh, Pip Dinglepup to come as well. Oh yeah, and um, is the it rest of back in my po- runs up into my backpack. Perfect. I have a yeah. question. <laughs> um, it says that it says that we're supposed to have four people per group, but if there's only three of you, we don't have we don't have anybody else here. I don't know. Let's just all go together. I think okay. that would be okay. Let's all go in. Yeah. I think, I think, I mean, the more friends, the better. I'm like, like, that'd be really cool. I mean, if um, they separate just... us, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get myself disqualified. But if this is what hey. it is. Um, you're big. Do you want to be my friend? <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same team for now, so I won't kill you. But... <laughs> cool. New friend. <laughs> all right. So you all enter. And this is, you saw the tree outside and this is an impossibly large stone room for the tree that you went in. One might say it's bigger on the inside. Dun dun dun. Oh my. I don't know how (laughs) many references I've shoved into this episode but I'm just churning them out as I go. Time and relative dimension in space. Yeah about but like a tree. (laughs) Tree and relative dimension in space. Oh, God. The stone bricks are Snaps. interwoven on the floor, some darker than others. There's a door at the other end of the room. Um, but yeah, so 600 feet long, 600 feet across, and the door that you came through was in the middle um, of one side of this square room. You see a door um, on the other side, on the far side. And the There's room is no- empty? And the room is empty. I'm just going to walk through. I'm going like, yeah. to be like, I would, I'm on, also guys. walking. And just, yeah. I'm walking too. Yeah. Wilmer, roll a deck save. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Baby. 19. Yeah, you just Ooh. walk straight on through. Who was after Wilmer? <laughs> I, I was. I was. Forva, roll uh, a, deck a deck save. A, this is good. <laughs> Unless you don't want to just walk on through. Um. I do. All right. I, oh, I the first one. The first one. Sorry, I clicked it twice. I didn't read. It's fourteen. All right, fourteen. <laughs> You're you walk straight on through. You're fine. Sweet. This room is really nice. I'm next. 
Mila, roll a deck save for no particular reason. If you are just following the trail. <laughs> 18. Fabulous. Yeah, you guys are all ma- making your way Great. through. Um, We're doing so well. Pip just like hops over a few of the bricks with um, with Timber by his side. And um, Ren and Lee also make their way through. And Steve, you're last. Can I roll an investigation on this room or perception? Yeah, give me whichever is <laughs> oh, higher. Because no. <laughs> I'm suspicious. 11. 11. You um, do see the large door at the other side of this large room, but there doesn't seem to be anything really of note. There's not even anything lining the walls or the floor. Um, it's just all stone. I guess I'll go through the room then. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you walk through, and I need a deck save. 19! Fabulous! Wow, we're so good! Make your way, (laughs) no problem, across the threshold. And what are you doing now that you're in this room? The door closes behind you. Yeah, like, I'm going to try to open the door. Like, I'm going to, like, walk across and just be like, hello. Of the the far door, sorry? (laughs) Yeah, okay, the far great. door. So, Wilbur, you make your way all the way across. You reach the other door. You try the handle, and it is locked. Hey, guys, this door doesn't work. <laughs> um, can I, is there, is there, can I search the room for anything that would open the door? Yes, give me an investigate. Investigate. 14. 14. You see that with a 14, you don't see anything that would help you open the door, but you do notice that there seems to be like a thin layer of air between the walls and the floor. Like they aren't cemented together. Can I, That's weird. Okay. What? I, I, I go, do you tell everyone <laughs> that? Uh, guys, the, 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 the walls aren't touching the floor. What do you mean the walls aren't touching the floor? Like, look, and I just go on the floor, and I'm like, I, I think I can see the other side. <laughs> okay, then crawl under. Prove it. I, I don't think I'm, I, I'm small, but I'm not that small. Excuse me, darlings, and I'd like to try to pick the lock. Sure, yeah. Give me a, do you have um, thieves tools with you? I do. Fabulous, sleight of hand. 13. You slide your keys into place or um, your tools. You start moseying around, hearing some clicks, but at the end of the day, you are unable to open the door. Pip- I wonder if it has anything to do with the, 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 the gap. And I try, like, um. I put my tiny little fingers in the gap and I just try, like, <laughs> lift it. <laughs> Give me a strength check. <laughs> I want to watch I want <laughs> You try as hard as you can to lift the stone wall that is 600 feet tall. <laughs> and you are unsuccessful, Mila. Yeah, I'm not that strong. So, um, Borba? Do, do, you, want, do you want me to try? Yeah. I don't know if this is going to do anything, but I'll, I'll try. Hold on. Let me walk over to the door uh, to the 
where where is the gap? Can it's, you show me where the right gap there. is? Because I, I show it because I have little fingers, so I just put my my fingers in. <laughs> All right, do my fingers even fit? Is it that small? <laughs> um, I actually, good point, Borba. I don't think your fingers would be able to make their way through that. You probably got like an All inch right. wide finger, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. Pretty big, so. <laughs> okay, like, um, Wilmer's gonna this investigate gonna this door. I can I also yes. even though my investigation is terrible. <laughs> okay, well, mine's slightly better. I got a twelve. No, that was Sarah. That was, got a, that was t- we did it at the same time, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" With I got a ten. I'm gonna say that you can roll with advantage because Mila let you know that there was this odd uh, distance okay. between the floor and the walls. Both of you. Okay. Mm. I got a 15 the second time. Oh, oh yeah. 17. Oh, so, yeah. Sarah, uh, Wilmer and Borba, as you're examining the door and you turn to look um, at the, 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 the walls as well again, you're, you're really investigating this area with a fine tooth comb. And all of a sudden your <laughs> eyes catch the floor and how there were different stones uh, in a different, in this odd pattern, and you follow the pattern back to where you first came in, and you notice a pressure plate just as Pip Dinglepup the fox jumps on it. Hey guys, okay. it's like hopscotch. <laughs> what is it? Does it do anything to the fox? As soon as the pressure plate has been pushed, the uh, you hear this like weird clicking sound, and dust starts oh. to fall from the ceiling. Um, what's happening? Everyone, give me a perception check. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. The page went away. Okay. Oh, that's not... I pressed performance. I got a... It was one underneath perception. I got a... That was a three. I got a seven. (laughs) Steve? 21. There you go. Save the day, Steve. Okay. (laughs) Saved by Steve. Saved by Steve. Are we all about to die? Steve. (laughs) And that was Tabletop Titties Season (laughs) 1. You are still at the door, Steve, and you see a symbol appear in like glowing blue ethereal lettering, and it's um, a water droplet. Guys, I think we got to spin on this door. Um, I'd, I'd fill everyone in on this. Yeah, I still think we got to spit on this door. You go right ahead there, darling. I'm not going okay, to do that. Um, Wilmer's going to huck a <laughs> on the door. What would you like me to roll, Char, for this, for this I, thick loogie? I think <laughs> you can huck a loogie. Give me a strength check to see if you can hawk it at the door, I guess. You know, I'm just going to let you, you know, Wilmer's had a hard day. You get a very successful loogie without a roll that splatters on the door. And um, nothing seems to be happening from said loogie. Hey, guys, um, I don't think uh, I don't think spit is the answer here. Do you think do you think it's pee? It might be pee. No. Please, no. <laughs> Can I roll, like, another investigation yeah. check or something? I want to roll another investigation. <laughs> it isn't pee. I don't think they would make us pee on each other. Um, you never know. I mean, jellyfish. Yeah. As this conversation is happening, another symbol appears uh, on the wall of <laughs> oh, this, like, cross... Um, 
this like thin cross and the the rumbling is starting to get a bit louder the dust is shaking a bit more and you start uh everybody roll perception oh my god your rolls are all <laughs> awful oh, god. 13 the best i got one a five yet. <laughs> Oh, okay. Everyone four, five, thirteen. Yeah, that three's gonna hurt. That three's gonna hurt real Orba, bad. You sp- I mean, Wilmer is just convinced it spit, and he just didn't spit in the right spot. Borba, you're able to feel that the walls, the floor is shaking, and it appears like the room is getting smaller. Guys, I think the walls are caving in. Like, the room's I mean- getting smaller. I think totally the walls are caving smaller. in too, but I think it's for a completely different reason. <laughs> so, oh yeah, Steve's claustrophobic, so she's starting to panic. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I go to Steve. Steve is of no more help to you guys. She's she's down for the count. It's, it's oh my okay, god, Steve! It's okay. All right. Hey, can um, I? Can, um, as can I Rachel, just... there's a raindrop on the wall, and now a cross. Yes, that's right. Okay, I'm gonna just go to Timber and be like, "Hey, do you do you have any um do you have any uh, holy water? Cause there was, was a drop in the cross, and um, um I'm not religious, but I heard some people are. Um, uh, well, me, I'm I'm not really religious, but there is a paladin here. Maybe they'd have some. <laughs> yeah, Lee. Yeah, I go, I go over to the paladin. paladin. Lee. Um, I heard there was there was a uh, raindrop in a cross, and um, I was wondering if you had any holy water. Um, you're the first person I asked, so like, don't tell anyone. Um, we're like super close friends, so I thought I could combine in you. I, uh, I, you I worship Pelor, God of the Sun, Light, Strength, and Healing. He does not have uh, holy water to help me make my spells. And as oh, this discussion fuck. is happening, um, two more symbols appear on the wall of like a very loopy V and just a regular square. A loopy V? What does that even mean? Yeah, I think you're very square too. <laughs> like I didn't do this. She's like sitting on the side being like, you know what's going on? She's just gonna like start like sitting on the side being like, oh no. Hold up, it's a raindrop, a cross, a, a, loopy, v, a loopy V and a square. What does a loopy V mean? Um, it's like I mean, because we figured out the other ones. <laughs> it's just a V that has long ends on the side that kind of curl over. Okay. Um, okay. I'm okay. Um, are they in any? I punch the wall. <laughs> I'm. I don't understand, and I'm angry about it. I punch the wall. Are they in any kind of order? They, some are appearing on the wall, some are appearing on the door. There doesn't seem, give me an intelligence check. I'm not that intelligent. 14. 14, it, you're, you feel like there doesn't seem to be an order that is significant with how these are appearing, these symbols. You think that's not the answer. At this point, what? our oh. our walls are significantly <laughs> moving in. Borba is Damn correct. <laughs> Steve passed. Guys, out. I told you. I told you. I Wilmer's just gonna be I like, go, I go, I'm sorry, I, Wilmer, and I punch him and I hope that he cries so I can put <laughs> so I can his tears, I can put his tears on the door. Well of course Wilmer's gonna start crying. <laughs> Oh, no, no, yeah, wait, I, wait, do we have to roll damage on this ship? No, I'm not that strong either. <laughs> oh, or, okay, cool. Or you can roll Dungeon an unarmed mister. attack. Mistress. Okay. 
Well, you crit on your unarmed attack, first of all. Yeah. Um, what is an unarmed attack? It's <laughs> basically you roll a d20, and then if you pass, which you did, and then your, your damage is your strength plus one. So you did 23, so you hit. So what's your strength plus one? I believe. Like your strength I modifier? My modifier? Yeah. yeah. So two, because my two. modifier is one. Okay, great. So, Wilmer, you take mm-hmm. two damage. Hot. And I go, I go, I take his Obviously. tear in my hand and my finger, and I just put it on the door. <laughs> the tear glistens in the door, and nothing happens, and the walls continue to <laughs> come closer. <laughs> Sorry, Wilmer. And then I just start crying harder. I'm like, guys, oh, we're missing the loopy me. V in the square. We need You're to like, figure I this mean, out. Can I do another investigation check? Yes. Go for it. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> Negative one, baby. <laughs> Crit fails. Okay. okay. I'm really mad because I, as soon as I fail at a, like in anything intelligence-wise, I get really, really defensive and angry because I have really low intelligence. <laughs> so I'm pissed right now. I feel bad that I said that Steve passes out. Can Steve wake back up? Steve, I'm going to have you roll a constitution saving throw to see if you passed sure. out from your oh. uh, claustrophobia. You did 19. not. You're still nice. standing. Excellent. Can I please do another investigation yes. check? Thank you. 18. 18. With an 18, oh God, please save in us. the midst of this panic, you're noticing more and more symbols are appearing on the wall, and it seems to be like they're on a timer. And with this 18, you can see some of the symbols have yet to light up. Um. I tell this to everybody. <laughs> I point it out. I say, darlings, look. There's more I, symbols. I'm- I run up to the door and I'm like inches away from it. So can I see the symbols that haven't lit, like lit up yet? They're all the like, symbols I'm are like, all over the room, right? Yeah, yeah they're everywhere. Room. There are some oh, on the, the door as well, though. Um, so, Borba, okay. what are the ones you can on the door? see a circle with two sticks coming out of it. It looks kind of like a horned creature almost. These are all very simple drawings, just so you know. You also see an okay. M that kind of looks like the monster symbol. <laughs> And um, oh. <laughs> like the logo for the energy yeah. drink, <laughs> not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> oh god! Uh, you also see but, two squiggly but. lines, one on top of the other. Um, I'm okay. gonna go. My guess would be that my, lines. my guess would be that they are. You have horns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lee comes up do to something. you. Lee comes up to you and says, "What do you want me to do? I don't know what's happening." Open you the door. Have, you're on the door. You're on the door. Do it. Open it. <laughs> Lee reaches her hand forward and tries the door, and nothing happens. And you have one oh, symbol it. left to appear. The walls are about five feet away. There's like a five foot passageway from the front door and the back door. So there which are is, which... there are seven symbols, and there are seven of us. So the symbols must have. They, I, I think they have to do with us. So the M would be Mila. The Tiefling would be the horns. Water is someone from the water. I, I almost said district. I uh, I live in Swamp Point. <laughs> I live in Swamp Point. That's near water. Is that me? Maybe. Sure. And then across will be a paladin. That's yep. A tear. Oh. A teardrop would be. 
sad. The kid who cries. The kid who cries a lot. <laughs> <laughs> then the square would it's be him. <laughs> someone that's a square and the V is for peace. Steve, because he was like, like you were really mad. You were really mad about your your name earlier. I overheard okay, you. You know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna put this out there. Um, <laughs> Limmer's gonna get really fucking angry at this door because it won't open, <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna firebolt the fuck out of the store. <laughs> oh boy! Fuck. Oh. An eleven. Does that hit? I forget the rule about hitting objects. Doors? But it's 120 <laughs> feet and we she just said we're in like a five by five oh. box. I'm pretty no, no, sure. The, oh, sorry, no. I should be I, <laughs> I should be more clear. The hallway is all the way between the two doors. So it's still six hundred feet wide, but or like lengthwise, oh. but the diameter of the space is five feet. Oh okay. Okay. I'm gonna say, uh, Sarah. Wait. First of all, is this a cantrip or a spell? Uh, this is a cantrip. Great. And um, I'm gonna say I don't know, so I'm gonna have to look this up after. But I'm gonna say that the eleven hits and the um, fire hits the stone wall and like erupts around it. Ah, oh, pretty. Hecky. Does anything happen? No, nothing happens. <laughs> I'm I'm like a get worker. I'm like guys. Guys, we didn't eat fire. Are there more of those pressure plates on the ground that that fox was stepping on? Timber's like looking at the floor back there and he's like, no, I don't think there are any more. Oh, guys, I'm really sorry. And as the last symbol appears on the door, (laughs) we all die. It's a shaped symbol (laughs) and the door opens. And you hear over the speakerphone, enter the next room. Wait, hey guys, wait, wait. So that was pointless. What just happened? <laughs> They're fucking with us. It's okay. And then I walked forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, let's go. I I follow. I follow, but like we almost. I'm like sw- I was sweating. By the way, I was really mad that I didn't like understand what was going on. But I'm trying to hide it. Well, as I walk, I'm like, it's fine. They were totally messing with us. Damn it. <laughs> um, is Marge in the room? Marge is not in the room. You just heard her no. over the speakers. I yell, Marge, what happened? <laughs> A failure of your first test. Fuck. <laughs> but, but we're cool, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're still, we're still. We're, Enter we're the still, next still, room. Don't you still like me. Don't worry about it. We're, okay. They're just messing with us. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Cool. 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 Let's go, cool. darlings. Okay, and I go to the next room. Yeah, Ren is uh, leading the way this time, and she says, I don't understand what that was. All those symbols didn't make a wick of sense to me. I hope the next puzzle is easier. Or or do you think it might be a feat of strength? Well, then I'm going to do real bad. With the the people in charge of this, who knows? Who knows what they're going to throw at us? Oh, my. I'm not that strong, so... Well, I think we should work together. They didn't seem to be mad that all seven of us were in the room at the same time. Isn't that right? Yep. I. Yep. I think it's fine. Yeah, until, yep, we, yep, until yep. they say until they say something, just keep going, and then if it turns out we have to separate, we have to separate. I want to be with Ren though, because <laughs> she seems nice. 
Sorry, oh, okay. Char. What? 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 Is, what is Ren? <laughs> Ren is a, a human. Um, uh, she's a human bard. She's got um, what did I say? A pan flute uh, that she likes to use. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lee Canther is the paladin, tiefling, and Timber Cottonwood and Pip Dinglepup are the uh, <laughs> gnome sorcerer and giant orange fox. I'm sticking by Lee. As you guys all enter into the next room, you hear over the loudspeaker, trial puzzle number two, and the door closes behind you. Um, and what does this room look like? Inside, you see um, another impossibly large room. This one is completely black. You can't actually see anything in front of you. It's dark. Uh, what if you have, I have dark vision? Dark vision. Those of you who have dark vision can see sconces on the walls that are not lit. And there is tons of um, objects uh, littering the floor and the walls, the shelves. Inside the center, sorry, on one end of one of the walls is a large statue of a rabbit sitting facing the other side of the room and he's holding his hands forward in like a little cup motion that is what you see in all of the objects is there anything that would resemble anything that a rabbit would eat uh give me an investigation check does everyone here have dark vision yeah no 15 yep Timber Cottonwood and Pip Dingle Bup, sorry, my apologies, Kelly, um, are, uh, oh no, <laughs> are um, walking with their hands in front of them. He's like, guys, I can't see anything. <laughs> Me neither. Ugh. Okay. Just stick, <laughs> like, I like, like, call out to, like, this little one, just, just Stay close to me. I'll make sure you're okay. Okay, and I, <sighs> I try grabbing onto her hip, but I'm too short, so I end up grabbing her knee. <laughs> and Steve, with that 15 investigation, you are able to find... Uh, what did you ask for? Like a rabbit. Rabbit. That is rabbit. Like rabbit carrots food. or any sort of rabbit Yes, food. you find a sculpture of a carrot. I would like to go and put it in the rabbit's hands. Uh, as you do so... Nothing happens. Oh, <laughs> I can't make it that easy. Um, okay, then I uh, Steve sighs, and then with her, she has a tinder box, so she's going to go light the sconces. Oh, thank you. Excellent. Um, okay. So all of the sconces, one by one, as soon as you light one, the rest, like, chain off magically, and the room is illuminated. You see um, towers of books, piles of all sorts of things in this room. It's sort of like when you walk into the uh, magic lamp realm of Aladdin, you know, like, that amount of stuff is in Ooh. here. Um and I would love everyone to give me a perception check. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, shit. 20. 30, 20. <laughs> that was a nat one. Five. Wilmer's like, wow, a rabbit. <laughs> 15. Wilmer needs glasses. Uh, Steve, you would be the first to notice this. Mila, not far behind, that there seems to be an etching in the wall, the far wall across from the rabbit. What, what does it look Guys, like? Guys, look. What does it say? It says, show me only wealth. Wilmer. Oh, is there gold anywhere? 
hey, I have no money. I don't know where anything is. <laughs> where? What are you looking at? <laughs> I'm gonna walk over to the thing. And be like, I'm, I'm wealthy, and then just like sit on the, on the, on the, in the hands. Like, hello. You had no <laughs> money, my friend. Lee, yeah, Lee will also turn and say, "Didn't you need to or to borrow to get in?" Yeah. Give me my money back. So? <laughs> I don't have it on me. Why? Uh, Steve would like to, Steve starts picking like through the things um, for like gold, like gold, anything that looks super valuable. As you are searching for something that uh, seems valuable, you come across swashes of elegant fabrics that you recognize to be extremely valuable. I put it in my bag. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> All right. You shove the uh, elegant fabrics in your bag. Well, hold okay. up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I would like to cut off a corner and put that in the rabbit's hands. <laughs> but I'm keeping the majority of it for myself. <laughs> uh, as you place the um, cloth in the rabbit's paws, nothing happens. I take it back. I put can I can I put a single gold coin into the rabbit's hand? <laughs> the rabbit uh opens his paws and lets the coin fall to the floor and then moves uh, its hands back together. Savage. Um, okay. Jesus. And I take the coin back. I'm like, alright. <laughs> I'm not wealthy, but and then I take basil and I put it on the rabbit's hands. <gasps> The rabbit's eyes start to glow with the same blue etherealness um, that the symbols in the previous room had. Oh, shit. Guys, I did something right. Uh, Did it. Steve Um, sighs. She takes off her her bracelet with the pincushion and puts it in the rabbit's hands. The... Um, writing across the way of the rabbit that says show me nothing but wealth or show me only wealth sorry starts to glow darlings Um, you have to give up what's important to you alright Borba puts uh, before she does this she takes a swig but she takes her little uh, uh, flask her, her platinum shiny flask uh, that has a little etching engraved on it uh, into the uh, uh, puts it into the thing she swigs it first though <laughs> she's like yes as you place um, <laughs> your flask on the rabbit's paws the sconces around the room all the regular fire changes to blue fire what if everyone else does it and then we see if that's enough and then I don't have to do Wilmer, it. Wilmer, I, I paid for you to get in here so you're gonna give us something. Listen, kid, you gotta have something you care about. Just, just I pickpocket Wilmer. He's <laughs> not gonna get you anything. I have nothing in my pocket. You're not gonna be in this trial anymore because I'm gonna take my Kate. ten um, coin back. Kate, Wilmer, Wilmer's gonna take take the the chain that's on his that's around his neck off um and he's gonna he's gonna put it on the thing and he's gonna just stand there and not feel anything that's going on as <laughs> Wilmer drops 
um, his chain on the rabbit's paws. You can see in the in your peripheral vision, the others of your group are like rummaging through their personal belongings to make their offering. But as soon as Wilmer's uh, gold chain hits the rabbit's paws, the door on the far side of the room swings open and you hear Marge ah. coming over the speakers. Go to the next room. Feel free to take your belongings. Oh, thank God. And he goes and grabs the chain and he puts it around his neck. I immediately take my flask. Oh, my God. <laughs> I run. I Basil, run. I missed you. I take another swig of the drink, by the way. I'm like, oh, my God. Can I, can I go over to Borb and be like, I mean, I don't drink, but like, can I? Can no. I, I feel like now's Oh, okay. No. I start playing a little tune. As I walk to the next room. Timber uh, looks down at Pip and says, oh, don't worry. I wasn't really going to do it. And he pats his fox on the head. Um, And you all make your way through. And it's not a next room. You arrive and there is um, a large carriage in front of you with the door open. And Marge is standing next to the carriage door, and she says, "Enter here. You made it through the first part of the application process." Oh, thank goodness! That was an application oh. process. We almost died. Welcome to the Wildwell Trials. <laughs> See how many things I can fit in this baby. And she taps the top of the carriage. <laughs> I go okay. forward. It's fine. I, I just go forward. Gonna, I just kind of chuckle to myself. I'm gonna put my chain like inside my shirt, and I'm gonna like walk in. To the, the car. Uh, you all squish into this carriage. Your three companions. I take up most. <laughs> your three companions so follow along. And uh, the tiefling Lee is like squished next to Borba. And she's like, I was impressed with your ability to give up your axe. I didn't. I didn't give up my axe. I gave uh, up my your flask. flask. <laughs> axe, axe, flask. I would never give up my it's axe. It's very hard for me. You see, the English language. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> I relate. It's fine. You're a healer. I'll allow it. I need you. I'm about. To, I, I. I. I get into some bloody fights, so you're gonna come in handy. So. <laughs> the uh, carriage door closes behind you. You hear a thump thump on the ceiling and the carriage is off and you're all able to have some downtime in this carriage to get to know each other. Yeah. Or sit silently. We're all like, <laughs> we're all like best friends now, right? Because we like went through this traumatic thing and I, I heard that like if you go through something like real, you guys, you're you make friends. Don't don't talk about trauma like you think that that's not trauma. That's you don't know anything about trauma. What I I I can honestly say that, that was probably the most traumatic thing I've ever gone through. So why are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you sweet Prime. summer child. <laughs> Everybody who wants to give me a perception check. Okay. I mean, like that was a thirteen. When you say that, not one. <laughs> so apparently, Tw- Wilmer's n- just not like 20. really unperceptive. Wah 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 wah. Two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're getting. We're killing everything. Fails and critical successes. Um, Steve, <laughs> with that nat twenty, as uh, Wilmer goes on and on about how traumatic that experience was, you see <laughs> Lee like blink back tears and. Um, Look out the window. Lee, darling, are you all right? 
What? Of course I'm all right. Why would you ask such a thing? You're crying. <clears throat> I am allergic to uh, Borbazax. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. And Floof comes out. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, a cat, of course. Yes, uh, I have uh, I have the cat yeah. allergies. Um, Can I please roll I'm... insight on that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven. She's allergic to cats. <laughs> Uh, but no, your your perception that does seem like it was a, a tear, but it does seem like she doesn't want to talk about it. Listen, if you're darling, are you cats, sure you don't want to? This cat's not going away, so like, I take out my get. liar and I start playing oh, your liar <laughs> and I start playing a tune to make people happy. And you're like, you're a liar. <laughs> you are no to cats. <laughs> playing a happy tune. Ren takes out her pan flute and she joins along with you and you're um, not serenaded. What's like, you have a a score underneath you as you uh, continue to make your way through the the trail that you're on. About an hour or so passes. Getting a bit sleepy and suddenly you hear a thunk thunk. Um, what happened? Did we, did we hit someone? Did we stop or did we just like roll over something and we're just You're, keep going? Um, <laughs> who has a passive perception of over 13? I have 13. Nope. Is that the closest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't uh, I'm, 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 I'm no. the right. smartest person here. So yeah. <laughs> You're all stupid. Oh, I have a 14 so wisdom. That's passive not, perception though. Oh, passive. <laughs> Yeah, passive perceptions at the bottom of Okay, yeah. So, um I'll give it to to Steve. Steve, it you wasn't uh that you rolled over something. You see two arrowheads on either side of the carriage like splinter the wood. We're under attack. <laughs> I grab my axe and I jump out of the like, fucking thing. I wake <laughs> up and I'm like Oh, no. You start to hear the crinkling of fire as from the pierced arrows in the side of this carriage, flame starts to engulf over the top of the carriage. And I need you all to roll initiative. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, holy shit, holy shit. Ah. <laughs> 17. 15. <laughs> Rachel three. <laughs> Nineteen three. <laughs> and that's where we're gonna end today's episode of Tabletop Titties. Thank no! you for coming. Come back next Tuesday or Thursday if this is your ear holes. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Tabletop Titties. Charlene Bayer is our Dungeon Master, and our Season 1 players include Amanda Lorenzo, Emily Matchett, Sarah Mayfield, and Rachel Thelade. Our sound engineer and logo designer is Kelly Wright, and our episodes are edited by Emily Matchett. All music featured in Tabletop Titties is from the website Pixabay, incompetechmusic.com by Kevin McLeod, or freemusicarchive.org using a Creative Commons license. Our tag music that you're hearing right now is by our very own Sarah Mayfield. For more information, please check out our website, tabletoptitties.com. That's Tabletop Titties with double Ds if you know what we mean. We'll see you next time.